You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome to A Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to talk today about worry, anxiety, and the way Jesus talks about it in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 34. A lot of times people think of this passage as Jesus being kind of a first century Bob Marley. Don't worry, be happy. But that's not what he's doing at all. What Jesus is doing is talking about worry, anxiety, in a very realistic kind of way. We all deal with worry, anxiety. All of us know what it means to be anxious. All of us know what it means to worry. And Jesus is not talking about all of a sudden a health crisis happens or somebody gets into an accident or something that would cause anybody to worry, anybody to be anxious. That's It would be dysfunctional if you didn't worry in those situations. Jesus isn't talking about those kinds of situations, although what he does talk about applies to those situations. But in, in this passage, Jesus is talking about kind of the daily, ambiguous kind of anxiety and, and worry that's always sort of on the back burner, always in the back of our minds, affecting us, affecting our decisions, affecting our joy. He's talking about that daily kind of anxiety that sometimes is generalized, sometimes it's specific. But he just kind of says it in, in the kind of daily worry kind of things. Let me just read the passage. He's, he says, verse 25, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Now, anytime you see the word therefore, you have to ask yourself, what's that therefore? What's that pointing to? It's pointing to what came before it. And Jesus had been talking about what came before it is what we what we treasure most in our lives. And so we're getting ready to hear Jesus's thought about worry causes us to be fooled by the wrong treasure. So what we treasure in our life, what we seek in our life, what we value most in our life is tied to our anxieties. It's tied to our worries. And so Jesus wants us to have a different perspective. He's going to challenge our perspective. And this is the challenge all of us need. Nobody's an exceptional case in this. This is a common human condition. Therefore, I tell you, Jesus says, therefore, I tell you, and when Jesus says, therefore, I tell you, I tell you, he's really talking about just listen to me here. I am the creator of this universe. I'm walking with you. I'm speaking to you. I'm telling you something. I made you and you would do well to really hear what I'm about to say. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Now we can fill in the blanks. It doesn't have to be food and drink and clothes. Jesus is just saying, isn't, isn't life more than what you think it is? Isn't your body more than what you think it is? And he says in verse 26, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Now, Jesus is just talking about, just look, 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 look around. Look at these birds, and, and they are taken care of. They're important 
God is interested in even birds. And we all know that there's something about birds that are, if you watch them, they're, they're interesting. There's a certain peace about them. That's why people become bird watchers or something intriguing about them. My guess is Jesus was a bird watcher. So he's using kind of an everyday thing he was interested in. And he was talking about his observations. Look, it's amazing how birds are important to your heavenly father. And you're so much more valuable than birds to your heavenly father. Your heavenly father that created this universe is interested in birds. Your heavenly father who created this universe is watching birds every moment. And think how much more valuable you are to your heavenly father than birds. So can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? What? How will worry add to the life that comes from your heavenly father? He's the one that gives you life. You worrying is not going to change the life that God gives you. God the Father is in charge of your life, not your worry. So he says in verse 28, And why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. Now he's looking at the flowers. He's probably spent many times looking at the flowers. And so he's just talking about things that he's interested in. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? Again, here's the how much more. If your heavenly father cares about flowers and grass, if the God that created this universe is interested in a piece of grass, how much more? Is he interested in you? And then Jesus says something. He says, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? It's always kind of disconcerting when Jesus accuses his disciples of being people of little faith. Because I relate to the disciples and the things that they're concerned about, the questions that they ask, the things that they don't understand. And it always causes me a little bit of, I I get this sense that Jesus is being a little bit harsh when he calls them people of little faith. And yet, again, we have to understand who's talking. This is the God that created the universe. He's become human. He sees things entirely differently than we see them. We live in an upside down, and Jesus lives in the right side up. And in the right side up, Jesus says, look, your upside down thinking is what's causing these problems. It's, it's your lack of trust in your heavenly Father. And so he says in the next verse, 31, So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. That's the non-Jews, non-believers run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Your heavenly Father knows everything. He knows everything about every bird. He knows everything about every feather on every bird. He knows everything about every petal on every flower, every piece of grass. And your heavenly Father knows every need that you have. You don't have any idea of the needs you have that compare to what your heavenly Father knows about your needs. And so he says in verse 33, But seek first... Not only, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. 
Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So again, Jesus is not being the Bob Marley, don't worry, be happy. He's saying, no, every day has got a lot of trouble. This is a tough world. And sometimes birds don't find something to eat and something eats them. So he's not living in Disney World here. He knows that life this side of the new world and the resurrection is, is troublesome. And a troublesome life causes us to have anxiety and fear and worry. But what he's saying is ultimately your father knows what you need always. He always knows what you need. And you're so much more valuable to your heavenly father than you have any idea. So we find ourselves worrying about the wrong things because our focus is not on the vertical. It's on the horizontal. We're worried about the horizontal, the, the needs of our lives and the things that our lives face and the things that threaten our, what we want and what we may not get something we want. And Jesus is saying, all those are legitimate. Your father knows you need those things, but your focus is in the wrong place. Lift up your eyes and look to your heavenly father because you're so much more valuable to him than you have any idea. And he knows your needs more than you know your needs. And your heavenly father will give you what you need. He will always give you what you need if you seek his kingdom first, his righteousness, his justification, his salvation, his restoration, his holiness of making you a person of splendor and glory and beauty and righteousness and restoration, his healing of your life. Seek first his kingdom that is coming. It's already in play. Jesus has already risen from the dead. Seek first his kingdom and his salvation, his righteousness, his restoration. Make that your first desire. And everything else is going to be given to you as well. He's saying, don't focus on the wrong thing. Don't focus on the wrong need. Get this, the kingdom of God and salvation and restoration and resurrection and the resurrected world, and you'll get all that. You'll get everything. Now, we're all going to die of something and our loved ones are going to die of something. So Jesus is not saying bad things aren't going to happen. Every day has enough trouble of its own. He's very realistic. What he's talking about here is where our focus is. This is not easy. I'm telling you something as a Christian who's been living the Christian life for 40-something years. This is not easy. And there are times when I worry and there are times when I'm anxious. And in those times, if I can do a recalibration of where my focus is, am I really remembering my Heavenly Father loves me? Am I really remembering my heavenly father knows every detail of my life, just like he knows every feather on every bird, every petal on every flower, and he cares about those details? And how much more, how much more valuable am I? I am valuable to my heavenly father. He is watching every detail of my life. He is infinite. And so he is 100% focused on me without being any less focused anywhere else. I know I repeat that in these episodes, but that's what I repeat to myself. So it helps. He's 100% as the I am present in the present tense, in my present tension, in my present tense. He's 100% present. That's what Jesus is saying here. 
So I don't have to worry about tomorrow. I don't have to worry about today because Jesus says, what in the world is worry going to do? The only one who can do anything about anything is your heavenly father and he loves you and you're valuable to him and he's going to give you everything you need. It just may be that you not, you may not know what you need. It's everything you'd want if you knew what your heavenly father knows. And his kingdom is what's going to be your ultimate joy, your ultimate fulfillment, your ultimate food and satisfaction and clothing and glory and beauty. And so seek first his kingdom and his salvation, his righteousness, and everything else you worry about now is going to fall in place eventually. So let's take a moment, and what I do is I just pray key phrases. There are some key phrases in here that are really helpful to to build into our vocabulary of prayer when we're dealing with anxiety. And sometimes we don't know that we're dealing with anxiety. Sometimes it's on the back burner, and we have to do a little bit of a sound check and realize, okay, you know what? I think I'm being anxious here. I'm being, I'm worrying about something here, and I really want to identify it, and I really want to put it in perspective in the perspective of the vertical reality of my heavenly father and his involvement in my life and his care for me and love for me. And so there are phrases here that that can help us do that. And I just want to lead you in a short time of, of doing that now in ways that have helped me in my life. So let's do that now. Heavenly father, the God that created this universe, Jesus calls my heavenly father. That's amazing. I mean, it really never gets old when you think about it. The God that created this universe, you who is the source of everything that exists, and you are the giver of all life. You are the author of life. Nothing exists that hasn't been created by you. Everything exists because you have a purpose in your universe, and I exist because you wanted me to exist. You want me to exist in your universe, and because your kingdom is coming, you want me to exist in your kingdom and your universe forever, forever. You are my heavenly Father, you care about me, you love me, you you are interested in every detail of my life, not as a manager, but as a father, not as a distant deity, but as my God, my Father, who cares about me so much more than you care, and yet you care about every detail of every bird, of every piece of grass, of every flower, and so much more, infinitely more, you care about me. You are my heavenly Father, and you're looking at me right now with eyes of love. I'm precious in your sight. I'm the apple of your eye. You care about me. And that's why you became Jesus and taught and died and rose from the dead for me, Paul says, for me in Galatians 2.20. So I know you care about me. I know you love me. And so when Jesus calls me a, a person of little faith, it's because you love me that he says that, that, that I can trust you so much more than I do. 
I can believe your word. I can believe in your love. I can believe in your power and your sovereignty and your infinite presence in every detail of my life. And I can trust you know what I need and you will always give me what I need. When I seek first your kingdom and I seek first your salvation in Christ, and that's what I want to do. I, I don't want to worry about these details. I don't, because I can't add anything to my life by worry that I need. I can't add what I need to my life by worry. Only you give what I need. Only you know what I truly need. So I don't want to live like a pagan. I don't want to live like an unbeliever where I'm chasing the horizontal and forgetting the vertical reality of my heavenly father. I'm chasing after what I think I need in all these details of my life. I think I need this. I think I need that treasure. I think I need this treasure. My heart is in the wrong place because my focus is in the wrong place because I'm forgetting this vertical reality of my heavenly father who has brought and is bringing his kingdom of resurrection and restoration and glory and righteousness and healing. And this is where everything that I want and everything that I need is found. I don't want to be fooled by the wrong treasure that everyone else is seeking after. I want the treasure that my heavenly father is bringing in Christ all things. I don't want to worry about the wrong things. I want to focus on the right thing, and that is your kingdom and your salvation and your righteousness and your reality in my present life, your reality in every detail of my life, your reality in every concern that I have, and your reality in tomorrow and the next day and eternity in my life. You care about every detail of my life, always. Always you know my need, and always you care, so I can trust you. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to worry. Jesus says, do not worry how much more valuable are you. Do not worry how much more important are you to your heavenly Father than you realize your heavenly Father knows what you need. So seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And everything else will be given to you as well. Everything else you need will be given to you. Ultimately, everything else you want will be given to you in the kingdom of God. So don't worry. Don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself because your heavenly Father will take care of you. Today has trouble. Tomorrow has trouble, Jesus says. But I can trust you, my heavenly Father, with all my troubles. I can trust you to take care of me. And so I do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.